The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one and the only Miss Laura Jameson. Say hi, Laura. Hello. I actually missed you this week. Did I got to be honest. Yeah, I nice. kind of missed you. <laughs> I missed yeah. you too. I was thinking about you. I was sitting there going, God dang, it's been, it's been some good weeks. Good. I'm glad. Had a little tear in my eye. I'm enjoying myself. You are? Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me look around the thing. You're not even naked. How can you be? Okay, oh, wrong kind of enjoying yourself. My, 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 my bad. My bad. All right. So once again, you gave me the, the fucking names that you I find. I gave you a weird name, but at least this name is in English. That's true. We're not dealing with a fucking, what is it? Uh, a Narset Nerf Herder or whatever uh, yeah. the fuck his name was. And Arn, Arnfin. Yeah, Arnfin. And the, the, the other one who changed his name to Monk Steppenwolf, which still, I... I I might actually start a band called that. You totally should. Yeah, Monk Steppenwolf. It's your new side project. <laughs> That's going to be good times, good times right there. All right, so tell me about Mr. The, 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 this weird fucking dude. <laughs> Herman Webster Mudgett? He sounds like a fucking Disney character. I got to admit He does. It. Like, he should be like an old man sitting in his wheel, in his rocking chair, reminiscing about, you know, when he was young. Like, and I used to play baseball. <laughs> and... And looked through the fence, and it was great. It was me and Bobby Sandlot. You know, some bullshit like that. Yes, yeah. Kind of like me. That's how, that's how actually I'm feeling today. <laughs> Look, I didn't get back from practice last night, from, from band practice, until like midnight 30. Yeah. Ooh. And then I was all dehydrated, even though I drank plenty of water and Powerade and all that shit. I just, I am fucking tired, man. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you looked tired. kind of tired. But anyway, without further ado, <laughs> now so, for the lovely Laura. Herman Webster Mudgett was born in 1861. His childhood in New Hampshire was spent with devout Methodist parents. Yeah, there's this problem right there. Yes. <laughs> it gets better. As a child who was cross-eyed and relatively <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Boy, don't you be looking at me with that eye. I'm not. It's the other oh. eye. It's the other eye. How about you? I'm looking at my mom and your sister and your brother. You're like a fucking chameleon. Keep them from rolling around in your goddamn head. Damn, Herman. Get that shit together. Oh, well, so, yeah. Cross-eyed and quiet. He was the target of older bullies at school. I gotta admit, I'd probably make fun of it, too. Yes. I, just, I gotta kind of admit that. It's fucking... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> On one occasion, the bullies set up a skeleton to scare Mudgett in one of the schoolrooms. The incident traumatized and fascinated him for years, and the story made it into his autobiography later on, which he wrote after he was arrested for murder. Oh, go figure. Usually that's how serial killers do their autobiography. They're not like writing it pre-murder. Like, no. I'm going to be going out and murdering five people. And uh, so when I was a child, I was afraid of Mr. Bony Bones. Yes, preemptively. Yeah. So the, it stuck with him, and he ended up going to medical school, where he remained fascinated by skeletons and all parts of the human body. There's some parts of the human body that I am very... Fascinated with? Very... <laughs> fascinated by like maybe even in an unhealthy way where it just it just fills my mind i don't think that's 
That is not a That's right. I got vagina worship going on and boobs. I fucking, I don't know what it is, guys. Like, seriously. Like, I got friends that sit there and go, I like women with big tits. No, I like all boobs. All boobs are fucking fantastic. Yes. Yes. That is my, that's right, brother. Let's stand up. Let's protect him. <laughs> boobs rights matter. Yes. Boobs lives matter. <laughs> that's a two-fister, actually. Let me put two-fisters up. Yes. <laughs> Instead of the fist, though, I got this. <laughs> my two, hands out. Two handfuls. That's right. Boobs lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is right. I need to have stickers like that made because, gee, many Christmas. Oh, and. Also, I, I, I posted a meme that I have. It is fucking awesome. It's from a guitar teacher, mm-hmm. and he sells stickers that says, I'm a proud parent of a guitarded son. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, want, I want a sticker that says that, except that says that, you know, like, please help me. I'm guitarded. I'm guitarded. You need that on your truck. I do, like in, in the worst freaking way. <laughs> just that's yes. right. That's right. You know what? Guitarded lives matter too. <laughs> yes. I need more coffee for this shit. God damn it. So you continue. Do you want coffee or anything? Since I'm I do run? not want coffee. I want some tea. That okay. I'll get the, Thank you. I'll get the teapot um, on for you. <laughs> for you, I would heat up anything. Anything? <laughs> you know it, baby. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right, after being fascinated by more parts of the human body, uh, he enjoyed working with cadavers more than the rest of his classmates, even bringing some home with him. Yeah. He graduated and returned to New Hampshire, and here is where he began to start a career in crime. His first scam took place during a smallpox outbreak posing as a government official to sell vaccines. The money allowed him to open a laboratory where he would create a patent medicine, but that patent medicine was never developed. Uh, After racking up a massive amount of debt, Mudgett skipped town to New York and continued scheming. So my researcher just ran into the kitchen to tell me, this motherfucker brought goddamn bodies home with him? He brought cadavers home with him occasionally from, from medical school. Yeah. I know a lot of doctors that bring their home, their work home with but them. But not like that. <laughs> Never once has any of my doctor friends sat there, yeah, I brought this lady's body home with me and did some experiments. I'm, that's not, What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> I couldn't Jesus. finish it up at work, so I thought I'd just bring this one home. And <laughs> she like died right there. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. No family was around. Nobody cares about borrow a body, right? I mean, that's not illegal. Still, no. still fresh hey. enough, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I put it. I, I use seal meal. It stayed fresh. <laughs> yeah. That was hard to even say while I'm over here fucking cracking myself up. God damn. <laughs> I wish we didn't have to use this fucking shield to keep the damn echoing down because I like seeing your. I, I see your hands. That's kind of hot, too. So, anyway, go ahead. So, after racking up a massive amount of debt, Mudget skipped town to New York and continued scheming. This time, he planned to use medical cadavers to commit insurance fraud, collecting insurance money as the relative of three deceased bodies. (laughs) But this scheme didn't go through. Mudgett realized that he would need bodies that match specific descriptions so as not to fool insurance companies. So, I mean, you, you, 
you kind of needed to fool them. You're not going to fool them if they don't match. That's the point I'm trying to Do make. You here. or someone that you know have a body <laughs> that is five foot eight with yes. brown hair and green eyes, wears a size 12 shoe, and has not a large butt, not like J Lo, but you know, kind of somewhere in between? Please call <laughs> Dr. Mudget at 1 yes. 800 Store a Body. It's uh, temperature controlled, so it'll be it'll it'll be okay. That stays fresher longer. Yes. <laughs> What's in your refrigerator, Doc? I got some milk, got some juice, dead body. Um, <laughs> lunch meat. Right next to the is that the is dead it, body? Yeah, is that, it's the lunch you're meat. The yeah, dead body for sandwiches. I'm, no, I'm not disgusting. Come on. Make sandwiches out of a body. That's a meal. I have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> And I drew it right at her ham hocks. Right there, yeah. So, in 1886, Mudgett moved to Chicago with a new name. One I think you're probably going to recognize. H.H. Holmes. Get the fuck out, really? Yep, and a new scam. Ooh, I'm liking Mudgett even I thought that this name actually did sound familiar. Sound familiar, familiar, yeah. But, you know, my my brain leaks like a sieve. It really does. My memory (laughs) does. It's fucking terrible. Mine is not great either. Am I related to this motherfucker? No, but Um, you know who is? Who? I learned that Meghan Markle is a direct descendant of H.H. Holmes when I was doing the research for this. Meghan Markle, that's another one that sounds familiar. That, she's married to Prince Harry. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So if you look up H.H. Holmes, all these pictures of him will pop up, and then there's like one picture of her right next to him. (laughs) Now we have the royal serial killer. Yes. (laughs) Uh, He became the manager and then the owner of a local drugstore. Drugs. And what he did was he, he found the drugstore, got a job there, and then was like, oh, I really want to buy this place from you. And then suddenly the the husband just disappeared, the owner. So it's a, a husband and wife. How bizarre. Yeah. I and wonder then, how that could have happened. So the husband disappeared, and that's when he was trying to get the wife to sell him the place. And then once she did, then she disappeared. Dude, Herman, there's a better way to do it instead of trying to convince her. You have to rub the butt. Yeah, you do some butt rubbing. <laughs> Trust me, man, a little butt rubbing goes a long way. A long way. You rub a butt good enough, she'll be like, I will sell you I'll my sell soul. I'll sell you anything. Yeah. yeah. You can take my soul. It's cool. There's some good butt rubbing going on. <laughs> As he began to buy land around the area, he would put it in his mother put it in his mother in law's name on the deed because he did move he did move. He got married before he moved to Chicago, but he left her there. He um had one son. I believe, with that first wife, there's not a whole a whole bunch of information on her. She probably didn't have a big enough butt to rub. It was probably like, <laughs> you know, seeing a frog wear some... Well, she was probably wear, like, you're fucking jeans. weird. You just move on your yeah, own. Probably she's like, dude, <laughs> you are a freak in nature. I mean, I've seen some freaky freaks in nature, but you, sir, <laughs> you got more issues than Life magazine. You are, you're taking up room in the root cellar with these cadavers. And <laughs> I... One I don't, little, I don't two, little, three, little Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't feel so bad about collecting ex-wives now. I really don't. <laughs> because all of mine are still alive. They're, I didn't kill any of them, surprisingly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel so bad now. My collection's not, <laughs> not so bad. Not bad, yes. 
So the land was supposed to include a two-story building that featured a new drugstore and multiple apartments that he would rent out to various tenants. Included in the blueprints were odd secret rooms, hidden staircases, and even a trap door. The building was funded by various schemes and cons. Architects and contractors, he would keep them around for a little while to build like one room or put up this a wall in this one place and then he would fire them so then he wouldn't have to pay them but then also nobody would have a super clear picture of exactly how the building was set up because he wanted it to be a secret yeah and in all honesty yeah that's kind of the way to do it you know you don't want to sit there and go okay here's my plan i'm gonna be murdering some motherfuckers this is what i'm gonna do yeah so so i want you guys to all know how every room is set up because that way there you know you'll know exactly where to look yeah you'll know where to look for bodies you'll know where to look to escape if i'm gonna murder you <laughs> dear future victim yeah and, and whenever they filed lawsuits against them, he'd be like, oh, here, talk to my mother-in-law, because she's the one who owns the building. That's, that's actually smart for the time. It's <laughs> actually smart, because they'd be like, okay, we're going to go talk to this bitch, and like, we can't find her. I don't we know. We don't even maybe, know who that is. Yeah. yeah like, maybe she's in the Bahamas on vacation. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm just running, running a fucking hotel and drugstore. Yeah. A year after he moved to Chicago, Holmes married Murda Z. Belknap. And like That's I said, f- what yeah. the fuck? Murda? Murda. Yes. I'd like to know what the Z stood for. Murda with the murderer. That's yeah. Freaking tremendous. And we know this was not his first wife, but. This ain't my first rodeo, Murda. <laughs> neither Murda or the state of Illinois knew this. So, in addition to being a con man and the country's first serial killer, Holmes is also known as a serial bigamist. Can't blame him there. Well, nobody kept track of that. They're like, there wasn't some, you know. Uh, no, totally, totally. But, okay, so my, my thoughts on bigamy, because, you know, I got fucking opinions on everything. Oh, I do, too. <laughs> on the one hand, it's very appealing to have your own little stable of women with different kinks and fetishes. And, you know, you kind of go, okay, you know, because I think that sex should be like a buffet. You should try a little bit of everything. <laughs> because I mean, think about it. If you go to a buffet, you go, I'm just having chicken and potatoes. Well, then you're wasting a buffet. Fuck off. Right. You know, I look at it and go, I don't even know what is in this plate. It doesn't even look edible. <laughs> Going to try it. Might die. Might not. As, you know, know, as long as there's that, like, glass sneeze shield. Yeah, I don't want nobody buffet. sneezing on my poison. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the flip side of that, though. I think about having, let's say, let's say two wives. I won't even go with like the Mormon thing where I've got 50 wives or whatever. Yeah. Two of them. That's double the bitching. Yep. Because I found out something years ago. Women, when they live together, their menstrual cycles tend to sink. They do. And you might have two of the sweetest women on the planet. They're great. But when they sink, what do women do? They talk. Yep. And they're like... You know what that son of a bitch did last night? And then you're going to get ganged up on. Oh, yeah. What do you do, Martha? He was snoring all night, and then he tried to stick it in my butt. That son of a bitch did that to me, too. Now you're coming home. You're tired as fuck from work, right? You're like, man, I've been out working all day. I just want to shower and a glass of wine and go to bed. And they're like, you're an asshole. Why? You tried to stick it in her butt. You tried to do it to me, too. And pretty soon you're getting beaten, and that's how men get beat. 
And now you're not getting anything. Yeah, now you're not getting anything. Like, <laughs> Can you touch my pee pee? No. 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 You're 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 on you're, you're on pee pee grounding. No. You 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 get to <laughs> you go. You asshole. No, you're an asshole. You're going to go to the grounding room, and that's where you're going to stay. Me and your other wife, we're going to share the bedroom. And you're like, what the fuck? You're on your own. Okay, Have you're fun. on your own. Watch some porn. Read a Playboy. Here's some lube. Good luck to you. And your cold dinner. Yeah, and your cold dinner. You don't need to get nothing hot. We made you like a, a sandwich that we didn't even put anything on but just like meat and cheese. Well, yes, because well, yeah, they make his food. So, right. I mean, if you're really mad at him. Here's a sandwich and a half of a spin, cold flat beer. Spin the wheel of toxins and <laughs> <laughs> find out what's in that sandwich. And that's the other thing that scares me, man, because if you piss off and you wrong two women that are talking to each other, they're going to be like, come here, come here. You know, I'm not saying that I would kill him, but. Oh, well, I would. That's if what I the other one's were to say. kill him, <laughs> yeah. I think that I would. Hold on. Oh, electrocution. Yes. That's what came up. We're going to electrocute him. I mean, if I was to hypothetically murder him and all. Attach it to the shower curtain. Oh, yeah. So fuck Then up. when the body goes down, you're, you already got the shower curtain, so you can just roll him up. We're just going to roll you up in the shower curtain. It's going to be a lot easier to, to move You know, your you just body. became <laughs> ten times more terrifying, Jimmy. Miss <laughs> Laura, have I mentioned that how much I love you? Like, you are my second <laughs> favorite woman on the planet. Actually, I, I, since you said that, you just became my first. <laughs> I love you so much, Laura. Let's Laura, just keep you it are that way, Scott. Yes, <laughs> I plan to because that's... I've never been more fucking afraid to take a shower in my own home <laughs> in my life. Jesus fucking like, Christ. Yes, fuck it. Get naked, Scott. Let's find out. <laughs> no, I'm now officially terrified. I may never take my clothes off ever again. I think that I need... One therapy. Of those, I, well, I'm more therapy. therapy, but I think any one of those suits that electricians use to bond onto <laughs> yes. the system so they don't get electrocuted, they will be wearing that from now on. We're just going to hose you off outside. Terrified. It's like county, you know. <laughs> no, she'll, fit, she'll figure out a way to kill I'll me there, too. I'll figure a different way. I'm terrified. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, go on, little Miss Killer, <laughs> Killy McKillerson. So, in Christmas, Christmas of 1891, the family and friends of Holmes's mistress, because he liked to have those, too. Dang, spilled, uh, spin yes. the wheel of vagina. Came to her apartment, because she was living in the building. Did. Yeah. Finding that uh, she and her young daughter were missing. Although Holmes claimed that they were alive, he started renting... <sighs> Within a week, he cleaned out her apartment and he rented it to somebody else. Man, time's money. Time's money, yes, man. Yes, it is. And plus, you know, he's got this. He's got these mysterious rooms. He's got bills to pay. Yeah. You know, and that shit's not cheap. Hell, storing bodies isn't, isn't cheap. cheap. No. <laughs> oh my so, god. So uh, he even tried to sell the clothes of the woman's child. Pearl was her name. Um. To the new tenant. So, yeah, she, they're totally still alive, but maybe you want to buy the kids' clothes. Uh, you know, they grow fast. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> Let me save you a little bit of time and money. <laughs> I, guess I yeah. just happen to have clothes in her size. It took months for the family to assume that they would never see the mother and daughter again, and it took years for the body of the child to be found in a secret room in Holmes's house. 
Holmes's story varies on whether or not he actually murdered his mistress, but many believe that these were the first two victims of Ameri- America's first serial killer. Yep, that's called that's called lack of fucking good dinners when you get home. I'm just saying, ladies, step up the cooking. Perhaps, you know, <laughs> that was one of my favorite things in a stand-up that we watched about a month ago was a blowjob a day keeps the side chick away. That's true. <laughs> there wouldn't even be mistresses if the wife was doing her job. So, you know, uh, in all in all honesty, I mean, I kind of understand why some guys do cheat because I mean, let me think. You you go into a relationship or you go into a marriage normally with expectations of sex, right? Because it's part of bonding. It's part yes, of connection. And it's important. Like that. Then all of a sudden you get one partner who sits there and goes, um, just not into it, but you can't go get another lover. Yeah. It's like, um, look, man, I got fucking neat. Find myself a brand new lover. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start singing the fucking Spice Girls song here in a minute. I'll even fold my shirt like it's uh, one of those fake bras for my man boobs and uh, shake my belly. Right. You need to come around down. so I can see that. <laughs> uh, y'all, don't even think about that, y'all, because you guys will be traumatized. Like, seriously, I'll give you motherfuckers nightmares over. You'll be waking up in the middle of the night going, oh, God, what the fuck? Dear God, Scott. what happened? Yes. God, fucking Scott. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Why does he do this shit? Fuck. <laughs> so from then on, H.H. H. Holmes went on a killing spree. And within six months, he was back to conning and crime. He opened the Silver Ash Institute, in which he created a concoction that was advertised to cure alcohol addiction. By his side was another mistress, Emmeline Sigrand. These names. Sigrand started as a typist at the Institute, but eventually became way more involved in Holmes's life. And at his request, she was an expert at keeping their engagement a secret. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) He also told investors that he was building a third floor on his building, which would be a hotel that would accommodate people for the 1893 World's Fair that was going to be in Chicago, which is an excellent victim pool because people are coming from all over the world and, you know, the United States at least. And, right, and this uh, before extreme, like, you know, they didn't have the technology we have to, to yeah. today. So if you're coming from, like, let's say, well, let's uh, go with Jacksonville, Florida, because that seems to be my favorite <laughs> fucking place in the world. Yes. And I only say that because I just finished the video for YouTube for Lucas and Tool. Yeah. And part of it is where they met, which is was Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Said, yes. of, of course, that's where these two assholes yeah. had to meet. But you're coming from Jacksonville, so already you're already kind of questionable because you're from Jacksonville. And you wind up dead. Well, you could have died anywhere between Jacksonville between here and, there. Yeah. Yeah, and Illinois and, and, and Chicago. You know, who, who knows where you fucking died? Because no cops talk to each other then. No. You know, it's like, hey, he may have died in Alabama. Uh, he may have not. <laughs> so. When it's 1893, it's not like there's a whole lot of uh, forensics uh, that's true. happening not, at that point. Beyond, CSI like, is, is this blood out. or is it not blood? Yes, indeed, it is blood. Well, there <laughs> we go. That's as far as, we, you know. <laughs> so the floor was built, but the investors didn't see a return on that investment. And at the end of 1892, Emmeline disappeared. And what I read was that he wanted a bank vault installed in in the hotel Mm. part, or in the in at least in the middle floor. And then 
but he didn't want to pay for it. So what he did was he then just built a room around the vault. So then when the bank was like, fuck you, we're going to repossess the vault. He was like, okay, fine. If you can get it out, <laughs> you can get it out of here. You can have it back. That's, yeah, that's a smart move, man. So, and then what he did was he waited for her to go in there and then he, he shut the door and he locked it on her and she suffocated in the bank vault. Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. And and all the rooms in this, in these, in this, wherever he was doing his horribleness, were all insulated with asbestos, <laughs> but it made them really soundproof so nobody could, you know, nobody was going to hear them screaming. It was the asbestos way to go with. Yes. <laughs> That's terrible. Don't <laughs> laugh at that. That's that is a dad joke gone wrong. That's what the fuck that is. That's that's not right. Maybe murder I. Yeah. That's a, that's murder dad jokes. Maybe I need Jesus. I mean, with that <laughs> joke there, maybe 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 I need to fucking do some praying or some shit because goddamn, my jokes are not improving. <laughs> Days later, Emmeline's friends, Emmeline's friends and family received a marriage announcement for Emmeline and a man named Robert Phelps. But no such man existed. So they, they were like, oh, we think, you know, he just told she ran off with him and we never saw her again. Although people had suspicions about Emmeline's affair with Holmes, he was not, uh, he wasn't looked at in her disappearance or possible murder and her body was never found. Well, think about how easy it was to disappear then, too, because fucking, I was, for my Thursday episode, I was trying to think of who the hell it was, but... Uh, the 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 one I'm doing on Thursday, she burnt down a couple of houses, and it was very similar to another serial killer that we did. Um, and I can't remember the episode number or her name. Sounds but familiar, yeah. I I might look it up before we do that episode. But uh, when when she number one, she dug up a body, and that wasn't even because this was a big woman. Like we're th- think Bertha. <laughs> Type of yeah, yeah, large and in charge. Oh yeah, this one was large and in charge. Like this is the chick that scared the shit out of the devil. Type of you know, you look at her and go, oh no, that's not a chick, man. I'm pretty sure that thing's got a swinging more dick than you know, oh, yes. than what you can believe. She's swinging more meat than a butcher shop. But uh, the body that they found was not even close to her height. And the only reason they said it was her was because they found her her a dental appliance that she used, like denture or something a partial yeah a bridge yeah yeah it was a bridge that was it yeah close to the body and uh she had been uh they suspect that she actually turned up in los angeles but she'd done the same thing like um her and her husband burnt down the first uh business that they owned and coincidentally her husband died on the exact one day that two of the life insurance policies overlapped Oh, imagine that. Yeah, what a coincidence. Odd shit. But um I was getting I was going somewhere on this. Fuck. Don't do drugs, kids, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, your mind becomes mine. Can't fucking remember anything anymore. Not even sure if I'm male or female. Jesus Christ. Oh, b- yeah. Being easy, getting away with things was easy. Oh, that that, yes. that was it. Yeah, how easy it was to disappear. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, even the Pinkertons couldn't find this bitch that I'm talking about. Like, the law, law enforcement, because they found, like, so she was a Lonely Hearts killer. Yeah. And now I have to look her up. And these guys would come, and she would say, hey, uh, all I need is, uh, you know, because I've got my own money, but I need, like, $30,000 or whatever to pay off 
the farm. And right. we can all live together in joint forces. And they'd come with their money and then disappear. So that one didn't work out type of a thing. But they found the uh, like bodies and remains and shit like that. She even killed her kids. Jeez. Yeah, when she burnt down the house and everything, she killed them, oh, took them all down to the basement, the whole show. Yeah, this, this lady was like uber fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she just, uh, think about it, man. It is so, it, it, during that era, it's, it was so easy for people to disappear. I can see where the family would go, hey, you know what? I think that our freaky ass daughter and sister, um, you know, just up and left. And she's just not contacting us because maybe there was a little bit of bad blood. Like maybe mom burnt the cookies once or twice. <laughs> you know, because yeah. people get pissed off over stupid shit all the time. Yes. You know, and maybe maybe she was making cookies and her mom yelled at her and said, oh, you burnt the cookies. She's all, fuck you, bitch, I hate you forever. That's it. That's the end. Yeah. And uh, she just disappeared. So, I mean, how, how, are, you, how, how, how are you even con- going to confirm? Like, it's, like, today on social media, even if you're blocked on Facebook, you can have a friend look up somebody. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. hey, I think this twat has me blocked. Yeah. And you go, okay, let's look for Mary Smith. And, yeah. oh, there she is. No, she's fucking married to a guy named Brad. And, you know, and she's a hooker on Main Street or whatever the fuck Mary, my, my <laughs> fictitious person's doing. You know, or she's a crack whore. Or, you know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe she's living a good life. But um, back then, it's not like they can, you know, when you got blocked, you got fucking blocked. And a friend of a friend's not going to look your ass up. No. No. You know, you go to your buddy. Hey, Mark, can you find out where Mary went? The fuck I can. I don't know. You want to give me a location? Uh, she can either be in Illinois or Brazil. Anywhere in between there. So, yeah, somewhere between know, here and Brazil. When you have time when you're not busy on your farm or, you know, <laughs> toiling away in a factory supporting your ten children. Which is another thing I never got. Fucking ten goddamn kids. I'm so happy for birth control vasectomies. <laughs> goddamn. Ten fucking kids. That's a lot. Yeah. I totally understand why some parents fucking beat their kids. Ten of them? Oh, it's going to happen. Patience, gone. Yeah. Oh, my patience would be. I'd yeah. be like, um, some kids are getting beat today, and they didn't even do nothing wrong. I'm just pissed <laughs> off at y'all. Why? Ten fucking kids. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother, my dad's mom, um, and there's seven, eight kids there. Um, Christ on a cracker. What? That's the Mormon side of my family. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot. So fucking she carried a butter knife in her purse. And if in the car, if somebody was acting up in the car, she would grab like the end that you would normally use to spread stuff with and hold on to that. And so she would take the heavy weighted end and she'd reach behind her and she would just randomly smack with the heavy end of the butter knife god damn okay you know what i kind of like your grandma <laughs> because that she right didn't there, mess around she no did not shit. mess around we need that kind of parenting today like for real i mean think about it think about it, guys like you're you're you have watched your brothers and sisters get whacked at least once yeah with that butter knife <laughs> and now you're in the back and you're kind of being a you're thinking about being a dick you're like you know what Maybe I shouldn't. Mary over here has been kind of a twat lately. I can't stand my sister because she stole my Legos. I'm going to fuck with her. And then in your brain, a light will come on. Wait a minute. That, Mom that has butter a knife butter knife. come out, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not even a sharp knife, but that's a butter knife. And that fucking thing's heavy. heavy. Yeah. If, now, <laughs> now, she's going to be randomly whacking, okay? Yeah. So, I might not get hit, but... 
but I might. I just might. And if I do, that shit's going to like. It's going to hurt. A long time. Yeah. A long time. Like, I, she could put an eye out. Maybe, maybe I'll just sit back here. And I'll keep I'm just going to mind my P's and Q's. Yeah. And, I'm just yeah. going to be good. I'm just going to hope that nobody else fucks around and finds out. I'm just going to sit here nice and quiet, man. And, and if she starts flailing, I'm going to use one of my brothers as a fucking shield. <laughs> and there was, there was only two girls. Like the second oldest and the very youngest. Jesus yeah. Christ! All those man. little boys. Yeah. I'm so glad that I wasn't Mormon. <laughs> For so many reasons. Yeah, no, yeah, but, <laughs> a, a ton. <laughs> yeah. Much less, you know, because I don't, I don't like my family to begin with. You know, like my brothers and shit. My stepbrothers are okay, but my real brother's a dick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't imagine having like, you know, more than one. Of my natural born brother, because I'm pretty sure there would be. I, I'd be on this show. Somebody That's what would it would die. be. Yes. And Scott murdered all of his brothers. <laughs> That's why he's on Brutal Nation. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just fucking snapped. Just lost it one day. Yeah. Snapped and just started killing people. <laughs> then some asshole like me would be behind a mic and sit there and go, I kind of see why. I kind of see why he did it. No, I get it. I'm not condoning what he did. I see why it happened. Yes. So, all right, back to AJ Joel. Okay. I'm sorry. I get on my tangents. You should come over here and it's smack good. me every once in a while. Like, hey, get back on track, fucker. I think you you, you went off track again. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid of you being behind me because you've already smacked me a few times because I misread shit. I know. That's what yeah. I got electrocution and butter knife going on in studio today. I'm, I'm actually afraid for my life, man. <laughs> oh shit don't give don't give these two anything to fucking plan because we could both die john i'm gonna put we the could sh- both die put, put i'm the, at three uh, i don't want any more i'm gonna put the shock collar on you so when you need to focus i'm gonna just hit that buzzer a little actually bit. that's kind of hot <laughs> i might be into that let me think about that that might be okay it's a career choice choice i uh yeah. That's right. I might be like, mm, I need some alone time. <laughs> that's that's going to cost extra. <laughs> Even in Thailand, that yes, costs extra. Yeah. So, all right. The third floor finished construction in 1893. With yes. With more secret doors and unusual features being installed during the process. Emmeline was replaced by a new typist named Minnie. That's a normal <laughs> fucking name for the time. Yes. But why is it every chick that's named Minnie is not? Because <laughs> it's short for Minerva. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Every time I've ever seen, like, hey, her name is like Minnie Smith. You go, hey, let me check out her. You know, and then they're like, whoa, let's not. Because that's not a Minnie. That's a multi-pack. That's a, that, 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 that's. She's going to get on Minerva. <laughs> yeah. She's like the great value Minnie. That's what the hell she is. That's great value <laughs> Minnie right there. The name says Minnie, but the body says Dunkin' Donuts. This is king size. King size. Yeah, that's Maxi right there. When you're, you know, it's scary when you're looking at a chick going. If I were to hook up with you, it would be like having an orgy every night, and you're just one person. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure if I'm up to that task. <laughs> is that it? No, no. you're not even close. No. That's my side. <laughs> I thought so. I found some chicken bones. <laughs> yep. Back rack. 
<laughs> That's good. Yes. So, <laughs> like oh Emmeline, we're, we're starting Minnie, this fucking week off awesome. It's good. Yes, used a fake name when talking about her engagement to Holmes. Yet, as their relationship progressed, the couple was visited by Minnie's sister, Nanny, which is what I called my Jesus other grandmother. Christ, yeah, she joined them in <laughs> Chicago. I'm just I'm loving these names. Jesus fucking Christ, this is. Making my day. Now I'm awake. <laughs> Holmes and Minnie got married. So he's just continuing to get married. And uh, her inheritance then, of course, became his property. Got her to sign it over. She had uh, large property somewhere else from her parents. And I then... bet you Minnie had large property too. <laughs> huge tracts of land. Oh, huge tracts of something. <laughs> <laughs> and then in July, both sisters disappeared. And their apartment was cleared out. Um, imagine that. Gone, just like that. Just a coincidence. Yeah. As this was taking place, the third floor of Holmes' building was being completed. The rooms had trap doors, trick walls, the large safe I was talking about, um, a large stove that was oddly placed, and he made sure the floor... In the vault? No. This was just in a different room. Oh, okay. I was confused about why? It's very sort of Winchester-esque. Like, it there's doors like that it. open to nowhere. There's staircases that go to nowhere. And it, it, when, if you find out where they go, you're never going to live to tell anybody about it. Yeah. Um, I would want to visit this place, but then again, I'm not exactly mentally stable. <laughs> <laughs> they actually... Um, people wanted to make it a museum like a murder museum kind of thing. But then it awesome. uh, later on, after Holmes's demise, it was, it parts of it had burned and all of that. And then now where it was is a post office. So you can go visit the site of where it was and uh, mail a letter. So I'm terrified of postal workers. It's probably even worse there. Because <laughs> the post office has got to be haunted, so... The other guitar player, John, mm-hmm. uh, John, yeah, yeah, John, John Koontz, God damn it, he he's a postman. He and I, yeah. e- every time, every time he shows up, I always tell him I'm in fear of being shot. <laughs> I have a real life fear of being shot at practice because he's always in a good mood. I was going to say he's he has such a nice smile though. I just never, I would never suspect him of doing something. Exactly, like that. that's why I'm terrified of him. He always laughs. He's always in a good mood. He always has a joke. That's what to be afraid of. I'm not afraid of anybody like me who's kind of an asshole. I I'd sit there and look at somebody like me. Nah, he's not a killer. John? Uh. Hmm. I kind of scratch my head and go, one of these days he's going to fucking snap. That's why I'm terrified of Dawn. Yes. Because she just is so nice. She, she could murder so us nice. all right fucking now, and people could see her do it, and nobody would believe it. No, she didn't really. Do, she, she didn't do that. I, no, I know there's blood on her hands, but there's a good reason. <laughs> we just have to figure it out. Yeah. With a butcher knife. <laughs> Me, if I even held a butcher knife and somebody died like within 10 miles, they'd be like, arrest him. It was him. you. Yeah. Definitely him. <laughs> Um, let's see, where was I? Although it's possible that the hotel was vacant during most of the World's Fair, I don't believe that. It also, it's also possible that it was the site of hundreds of murders and grisly body disposals. 
um, because dozens of people went missing dur- during the World's Fair, but the Chicago police were notoriously unmotivated to investigate these, or most cases at that time. Uh, not much is known about the people that disappeared during this time, especially because the third floor of the building uh, burned before the the World's Fair ended, because it went on for, you know... It wasn't like it was a month. People took some people a month just to get there. So, right. Um, let's see. The arson was a part of a larger insurance fraud scheme, but it didn't work out so well. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Holmes's alias failed to appear in person to collect the insurance money, Holmes found himself on the run across the country. With a new mistress to accompany him. Go figure. I'm actually in shock. Wow. Well, Didn't see that one coming. They said he was... I mean, you look at pictures of him and he's not horrible looking, but I guess for the time he was quite quite the looker, quite the ladies' man. Very. He, he looks actually very damper for yes, the time. Yes, yeah. Like, seriously, I can see why women would sit there and go, oh, yeah, I'd so want him to HH me. Well, and he's, you know, uh, it the, turns on the, the psycho charm, so... He'll tell right. you whatever you want to hear, any of that. Yeah. Um, Holmes waited as the statute of limitations for arson charges expired. So they couldn't come after him for that. And their first stop was Denver to get married. And then Texas, where he met up with his business partner, uh, Benjamin Peitzel, to gather his former wife's inheritance and her property. The crew traveled all over Texas, committing small scams until the police were on his trail, finally. Their next stop was Missouri, where H.H. Holmes was first arrested for various fraudulent crimes. After a month, Holmes secured bail and was on his way to Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, Peitzel and Holmes planned to revive one of Holmes's early fraud schemes. The, the plan was to fake Peitzel's death and use a medical cadaver to collect a big life insurance check. But the need to find a suitable body was still a big part of the insurance fraud scheme. See, he should have thought that one through. Because remember, he had that body collection for a little while. Well, and what he also did with those is he and people who... The the trap door basically went down to the basement. Straight down. There's a chute. Body went down. And he had a... Uh, there was, He had like a crematorium down there. And he had... Uh, different acids and stuff like that and he had this he had a rack down there and he had a table where he could do dissections and all that and what he would do is he would strip the the body so he had these nice really nice clean bones and then he would sort of re-articulate the skeleton and then he would sell them to medical schools holy shit that's fucking brilliant if you think about it I thought so okay (laughs) it's fucked up but that's and that's that's like the 18... 80s, early 1890s, and he's making $200 per skeleton. Jesus Christ, I'm in the wrong fucking business, man. (laughs) You know what, guys? We're getting a new fucking business structure now. (gasps) Yeah. Just saying. Add one more thing to our repertoire. Yeah, Yeah, maybe a little bit of grave robbing, uh, maybe a little bit of visiting some uh, mortuaries. (laughs) (laughs) Hypothetically speaking, if I were to do that, hypothetically. Yes. 
It sounds more bagels like we'd be shmear. inviting Jews to come in with the bagels and everything. Really, it's kosher. <laughs> no, we're not German. Yeah. I'm going to get the butter knife out. Yep. God damn. Okay, I'm not going to make that joke again. <laughs> I'm, I mean, they're going to fucking electric butter knife me. Jesus Christ, man. I'm starting my Sunday off with a bang, literally. <laughs> uh, in the end, there was no need for a cadaver because Holmes decided, you know what? Um, I'm just going to murder Peitzel. Oh. I'm just going to actually kill him, and then I don't have to share any of that money. That makes sense. You already got a body right there. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and it probably matches. Yep. You know, uh, hey, man. Same well, it did, because they took out the the uh, the insurance policy on him, and this guy had a wife and five kids that he was supporting. Okay, but he five was, kids? He, was he deserves a, to die. He was too an many alcoholic. People. And so it got to the point where Holmes was like, yes, you've been my right-hand man for a lot of this stuff we've been doing, but you're you're just starting to get out of control, and I don't know if you're going to end up in the drunk tank and you're going to start flabbing your trap to people about what's going on. So That actually makes sense. It does. Cause he had to go. <laughs> I totally under, You know, the oh, I just had a saying in my head. Uh, the best way to keep uh, for for two people to keep a secret is if one of them's dead. Dead. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So he he made it look like a freak pipe accident. Well, he's got the freak part down yeah. pretty well. So he puts he put something on on Peitzel's face and he lit it on fire. So you could like all it looked like he had been over a pipe that that uh, had Jesus exploded. Christ, yeah. man! I've done some kinky shit, but God damn. Yeah. Well, and he also in his hotel had where he could look into the rooms that were sort of airtight and he could turn on the gas and he could gas people out and he could watch them die, watch them try and get out. Try and, There was one guy who had, there was like claw marks in the brick where he had tried to, to get out of the room and he couldn't. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ, man. Um, so once again... Holmes had to follow the rules of the insurance industry in order for his fraud to work. So he sought out Peitzel's family in St. Louis to, like, somebody's got to come identify the body. We need a family member. Um, But, of course, he's telling them that Benjamin is still alive. And they they were going to have to travel to Philadelphia in order to identify the body and collect the money and all be reunited once again. You hurt your what? I didn't even know that was there. My tea. Um, I'm not paying attention. Um, As the family wondered where their father and husband would appear, Holmes instructed them to go to Indianapolis. And when they arrived, Holmes began making his last kills of his life. So what he would do is he'd be like, well, you got to send this daughter out to come identify the body and then, Oh, oops, something happened to her. So I'm going to, you know, now send these two out and he would, and they would be writing home, writing letters. And sometimes he would keep them in, they would think they were States apart, but they were like two blocks away from each other and they didn't even know it. Have you ever seen the movie mom and dad save the universe? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
love that you movie. You're going you're gonna to love the scene I'm going to tell you about, and you'll remember it. Remember where they find that little round thing, and it says, pick me up, and the dude disappears? <laughs> yes. And he goes, where'd he go? Pick me up. And the, another dude picks it up, and he disappears, and it keep, they keep going. Yes. That's what I see going on here. Yes. Like, seriously, they're, huh, he, she disappeared. Where did she go? Oh, I better go where where this dude tells me to go. And boom, that person disappears, and they go, huh, that's kind of bizarre. I better go where this guy tells me to go. And then they disappear. Yeah. Fucking Christ. That's mom and dad saves the universe right there. That's what the fuck that is. <laughs> little Terry yes. Gar action. Yes. So... When the family arrived in Indianapolis, um, Holmes took their one son. No, there's two sons. There was like a there was this this baby, and then there was I think the maybe the third in line was a son, and um, he poisoned him, killed him, and then lured the rest of the family out of the country to Toronto. And there, there he murdered Alice and her sister Nellie, and the bodies were found burnt in a cellar. <laughs> and what he what he did first was he, um, I think he he was telling them that they were going to have to hide or something, and so he wanted to, he he locked them in a steamer trunk, and then gassed them. He had drilled a hole in it, or however, and and put a hose in there and gassed them. So he killed them in the steamer trunk first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even feel sorry for these people. I don't. You want to know why? Because okay. they're idiots. Let's, let's talk modern day shit. Let's say that somebody that we all know and maybe not love, Roy, I'm involved, <laughs> you know, in the whole, and, and, and I call up Roy and I go, hey, you need to go over to Tualatin to identify this body. Yeah. And he says, okay. And Jackass doesn't show back up. And then Aaron, I call him and I go, "Hey, now, now with Roy, everybody's gonna go, okay, he's probably fucking." Everybody's off gonna be like, "Oh God, finally, no, <laughs> he's finally gone." So we're good. <laughs> but then Aaron, I call him up and hey, Aaron, you need to go and identify this over here. Yeah. Okay. And then Aaron disappears. Well, now you would think that somebody would be looking. Hey. Wait a minute. Hmm. Okay. There's a there's a common denominator here, and it's Scott. And then I call, uh, let's, uh, I don't fucking know, uh, uh, Kevin. And, <laughs> which, once again, nobody else would care. But, and I go, hey, Kevin, you got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's people fucking awesome. Of Kevin. Are killed by Kevin. Holy shit. Uh, in case y'all didn't hear that, my my uh, my tech guy, John, said he found a statistic about Kevins that kill. 1.21 million people are killed. Billion, billion people yeah. are killed by Kevin. But let's say that Kevin disappears. That's three people, one common denominator. Yeah. Me? Yeah. How the fuck are you going to trust anybody? Hey. I know that other people disappear because of me. Get in this trunk because we have to hide. Yep. Just cr- I don't. I, I don't feel sorry for him. Like not even, <laughs> not even a little tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. 
So then, while this was happening, insurance agents were growing suspicious of Holmes and the death of Benjamin Peitzel. They followed Holmes and Benjamin Peitzel's wife as they traveled throughout North America for weeks, trying to catch up with him. Um, And he was finally caught in 1894 and arrested for horse thievery, of all things, a charge that was from his days living in Texas. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, you know, in the South and even like in Texas and shit like that, uh, being a horse thief, that's a hanging offense. That's a big deal, yeah. Yeah, you, you get hung for that. I know because... Some of my family has been hung, hung for that. Hung for that, yeah. yeah. Well, it's really weird because, you know, when people hear about my lineage being from Georgia and everything like that, they um, they look at me and they, they go, oh, you must have owned slaves. Your family did. And da-da-da. Nope. My family was horse thieves. Like, do you and, think we had enough money to own slaves? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't own any slaves, man. My family mostly got hung. Yeah. So when he was in custody, police asked him about the disappearance of his former mistress, Minnie, and her sister, Na- uh, Nanny, and and the Peitzel children. Who are these Peitzel kids yeah. that you were talking about, officer? I don't know any. What was that? Pretzel? Pretzels? <laughs> <laughs> Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the company was born. Yes. In 1895, authorities discovered the bodies of, of Alice and Nellie like I say, burned in, in the cellar, and that was in Toronto. Barbecues. Yeah. This was the hard evidence that they needed to put him, to, to arrest him for murder. And he was officially charged with the murder of Benjamin Peitzel in Philadelphia and spent his final days in uh, Moyamensing Prison, a prison known for its famous visitors, including Edgar Allan Poe, Al Capone, and Charles Bukowski. Holy shit. Yeah. He's like in the celebrity prison. Yes. It was tough for police to get a real story about what Holmes had done. When the police investigated Holmes's home, <laughs> that just sounds funny, they discovered more than just a tricky trap door or two. Reports said that the building contained trap doors, chutes down to the basement, rooms with many doors, rooms with no doors, acid vats in the basement, and a crematorium, like I said, uh, for all of his victims. So if he, if he did something so bad that he couldn't sell your skeleton... <laughs> He's just going to burn you. Hey, man, it's being efficient. That's what that is. Exactly. It, it cuts down yes. you know, on disposal costs, you know, yes. and heating bills, too, because, you know, <laughs> it gets cold. That's how you're keeping the place warm. It is Chicago, Chicago winters, you know. Yeah, it gets cold in Chicago. Maybe instead of putting another log on the fire, maybe you throw another body on Put the another fire. another leg on the fire instead. Put another leg <laughs> on the fire. Cook me up some bacon and some beans. <laughs> For those of you that don't know that song from The Muppet Show, Fuck off. Look that shit off. <laughs> shit up. Because Muppets were, they, they still are just, oh, yeah, I love the Muppets. Yes. I'm a big goddamn child. Yes. 48 going on 10. So the the actual layout of the murder castle, which is what the locals took to calling it, uh, may have been exaggerated by reporters. But we do know that police found jewelry belonging to Minnie and Nanny in an oven. <laughs> and the bones that are believed to have belonged to Holmes's mistress's daughter. That would have been Pearl, the first one. Right. I kind of figured that one because that's the only daughter that you mentioned. Well, he also, she she got pregnant. Oh. And he was like, okay, well, we're going to get married, but first let me give you an abortion. I'm surprised at first he didn't say, hey, we're going to get married, but first I need to hide you in this oven. Yeah. Climb in, come in here and tell me if it's hot enough. Yeah. Can you climb in there? I'm too big. Just check out the bag for me. Slam. Yeah. So, yeah, she she had an abortion of her whole life. 
and that's r- rumored to be how she disappeared and then he was then he was like well i gotta get rid of the kid too so two well, kids yeah you can't be holding another on to with one kid. oven so <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god oh my god all i can think in my head is hot pocket <laughs> So they're going to be scalding on the outside and freezing in the middle. That's exactly <laughs> it right there. <laughs> Damn, I can't get the temperature right on this child. These stupid <laughs> sleeves, these microwave sleeves. Sleeve pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I definitely need to start going to church. God damn it. <laughs> they weren't able to find evidence of of many other murders that Holmes had claimed to commit. Or hot pockets. Or or hot pockets. <clears throat> Police decided not to charge Holmes with the deaths of the Peitzel children because he was already sentenced to hang in Philadelphia. So they were like, what's what's the point? He's already going to die. Yeah, why waste money, right? Yeah. As he waited for his death, Holmes enjoyed the headlines that were written about him and his murder castle throughout the country and the fame that followed. That is my new goal, by the way. To have a murder castle? Like when, when, I, when eventually I get the custom house built, I want it to look like a castle. And yes. I, outside of my gate, it's going to be called the murder castle <laughs> because we're all kind of twisted. Yes. You're, you're very goth, so it'll be fun. Castillo de Morte. Yeah. Yes, Castillo de Morte. Um. <laughs> That's what we have dead bodies for. Duh. Yes, right. Floors, yep. I had that in a condo or in a townhouse that I rented uh, on the other side of Vancouver, and I couldn't find the... F- all I knew was when I turned the heater on, the place got warm, right? Yeah. I couldn't find the register. I'm like, there's not baseboard here. Where the from? fuck is it coming from? Until one day I'm talking to the owners. No, it's, uh, it comes up from the floorboards, dude. There's like hot water pipes or some shit, whatever yep. the fuck they put up underneath there. You know, and that's what keeps you warm. It was efficient. It worked great. You're like, no wonder my feet are never cold. Yeah, that's what they said. Heat rises, dumbass. I'm like, oh, that makes sense why I could stay warm. <laughs> I lived in a shitty apartment for a short while that had, and it was old, and the heat was in the ceiling. So it's stupid. fucking retarded right there, There was man. no point in even turning it on because, yes, heat rises. It's going to go straight up. So if I, like, wanted to hang out about two feet from the ceiling, I'd be warm. But it's ridiculous. Hang, up, uh, hang upside down from the ceiling like a bat. I mean, you'd be just fine. <laughs> Duh. At least my feet will be warm. Exactly. And actually, for me, that's the most important thing is that a woman's feet are warm. Because, God damn it, some people, and I don't want to mention any names, Dawn. <laughs> feet and ass. Freezing. Feet, her feet, her hands, and her ass. Yeah. It could be 100 degrees outside, and it's like those three parts just came out of a meat locker. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. I've gotten frostbite on my back because of that. Let me back up a little bit. <laughs> I'm jumping out of bed. I look like the cat from fucking Bugs Bunny hanging out. Around. <laughs> yeah. Not priming off the fucking ceiling with your goddamn rump roast that you just put against my back that's obviously froze. <laughs> Frozen. I can't just let it go. <laughs> or Elsa. Or Elsa? Yeah. I'd be in bigger trouble. <laughs> so during his time in prison. Um, Holmes decided to, that's when he decided to write his autobiography of his crimes and try and make himself, yeah, look as, a lot of it was total bullshit, but he just wanted to make himself sound good, as good as possible, so he could have his, his fame even after he died. Um, and in this, 
he was asked, he was actually asked to publish it. He was offered money to publish it and it's, which he t- was all over. And it's like, you, you're going to get paid all this money that you're never going to see because you're about to be hung. You're never even going to see the outside of this prison again until well, you're walking to the gallows. many he had, I bet you he was hung. Yeah. <laughs> he Just say He had to have been. Yeah. yeah. My Mr. Red. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so in this Weird book, shit that goes to my head. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even do drugs anymore. He admitted to 27 murders. That was it. Even though some people think that it may have been up to 200 people that he killed. But he admitted to 27. Some which were confirmed in later searches of his his murder castle and others that were completely false. The people he claimed to have killed were still alive. Uh, Holmes also claimed that he was possessed by the devil. That he... The devil was there when he was born, and that that was who ushered him into the world. It wasn't God, and he was evil from the beginning, and that he was starting to, you know, take on the characteristics. He was starting to look like the devil himself, any any way to sensationalize himself. You know, the devil always gets a bad rap right? for everything. Everything. He gets so many blamed times for like, everything. I'm all for metal bands and orgies, but think about every real anybody who even delves into any kind of religion yep. will sit there and go, Oh, well, the devil made me Satan do it. was speaking into my ear, and that's why I had to molest children, yeah. kill them, kill the family, you know, and do all these things. It wasn't that. It's because you're an asshole. Yeah. That's why. Yep. It's, uh, just let's just break that down and be real about take that. Take some responsibility. Yeah, be responsible. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. I'm pretty sure that. that you know that Lucifer's sitting down there looking up, going, "I didn't. Need, I don't even I know who you are, do dipshit. That. Don't yeah. play me for your shit. Yeah, because you're a dumbass." <laughs> On May seventh, this, this needs to be corrected. Nineteen eighty six. I'd be like, "God damn, he lived a real Jesus. Long time. Ah, good living, man. Apparently, I need to eat healthy like Holmes did. <laughs> Live on nothing but fried people. <laughs> yeah, or baked. He baked. Eighteen eighty six. Holmes was hung by the neck until dead in Philadelphia. The hanging took 20 minutes. So he died a very slow death compared to the other people sentenced to this type of capital punishment. And also people who were thought to be like they needed, they should have been shown mercy. People who showed up for these public executions would come. And once the trap door went and they hung instead of letting them suffocate people would come and grab their feet and pull down so it would be faster so they wouldn't suffer as much that makes sense yeah and then when he was in prison the first time he watched through his window someone be executed and as soon as i mean the guy was barely dead all the way and people out of the crowd came and took his clothes and his shoes and took everything off of him and so he was he was kind of terrified that that's what was going to happen to him. And so he asked to be buried under a concrete slab because he also was afraid of grave robbers, even though he <laughs> he's a hypocrite. Maybe that's what one of the H's stands for. Well, you know, if you think about it, though... Herman Hypocrite Holmes. <laughs> it, but if you think about it, in, in today's environment... Anything from H.H. H. Holmes being his, his shoes, a shirt. Anything. I mean, yeah. I remember talking to Tammy about this when we did our little take on um, Ed Gein, mm-hmm. who was a serial grave robber, not a serial killer. That's where everybody fucks it up. 
Um, I would honestly pay big money for any piece of furniture, even the belt that he made out of nipples. Yeah. I would pay huge money for that. Why? Because I'm, I got this morbid fascination. And it's not like I would wear it, by the way. I'm not going to like wear a nipple belt or anything like that. Going, mm, I no, like you just have a nipples. nice case. It would, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Display like, it. Well, like like the uh, the, the rare Pez that I uh, dispenser yes. that, that, that I have. Yes. That has its own case. Yes. And it's got its own plaque. I would do the same with the, with the nipple belt. It would be in its own plaque or have its own plaque in a case. I'd be like, this is Ed Gein's nipple belt right here. You know, and I paid a shit ton of money for it. But unfortunately. Then you can charge people to see it. And you're going to make money off it. Oh, that would be a good thing, too. I would just want it for my collection, man. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm... I'm all about making money off <laughs> whatever I can. I'm, I'm just a sick son of a bitch. You know, fucking... I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. I paid... And, and for that lamp he made out of the faces lamp, and shit. that's what I was going to mention, yes. I tell you what. I would probably sell some of my guitars to buy that to motherfucker. To that, yes. Yeah. So he was, he was buried 10 feet down... And then they poured a, a concrete slab on top of him so nobody could get down. You had to really want to get down there <laughs> to get to him. So I want to get deep. Real deep. Real, real deep. Oh, wrong person. <laughs> oh, so how many people? I don't want to like, get deep in H.H. Holmes or anything <laughs> because that's, uh, that's not my cup of tea. Like, no. I, don't, you know, I, I don't believe in cracking a dead one or a cold <laughs> one. Um, that's just not my deal. <laughs> Right away, while well, they're still warm, then. Damn right, right now. Away. It's perfectly okay to bang them if they're still warm, but once they get cold, that's kind of like uh, that's like expired milk. You got to kind of toss it out. We've talked about this. I was like, I I totally give you permission to do that when I die. Like I will write that down for you if that's what you want to do. I love you. I'm not in the body anymore. And when it was my body, I said it was okay. So, Wait a minute. Is that for me or for John? That's, well, you know, I mean, for John. But okay, if I you really want to get in line. You, I'm you, there going, you want to get in line? <laughs> no, I, I was just sitting there going, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think we had that dynamic in our relationship. Um, we all need to fucking sit down and have a talk to talk because <laughs> something, something changed. Something between the beginning of this episode and now. It was the fact that you, you knew I could kill you anytime I wanted to. Oh, yeah, no. I know that is a fucking fact. Like, I, there's very few things in this world that I know. I know music. I know writing. And I know for a fact that you two bitches will probably end up being the ones who kill me. Like, if I ever die from mysterious circumstances, yes. I, want, I want you guys to look. Look at Laura and Dawn. That's, that's, go right to them. Don't let don't let their nice sweet little smiles fool you or anything like that. It was these motherfuckers. It was these motherfuckers yeah, that did it. It was us. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, that's probably it. Fucking them and dying and shit. God damn. I'm go call my insurance agent. Oh, don't worry. We've already done that. I feel the love. <laughs> I feel I feel so much love. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, you're not getting any of this. So, how many people did the country's first serial killer actually kill? The answer may never be known. Uh, we should have to go ask Mr. Owl to make sure. H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes. How many licks does it take yes. to get to the center? <laughs> oh, never mind. That's another porn I'm thinking of. Anyway, continue. Uh, he. 
could have killed only a handful of people, or he could have been responsible for close to 200 deaths, including the deaths of many people during the 1893 World's Fair. Some even believe that H.H. Holmes could be, and I watched a whole documentary on this a couple years ago, that uh, he could be England's most notorious serial killer, Jack the Ripper. You see, they, it's they weird try that and you tie said that. that to a lot of people, I think, right? But they did that with the with with the an Austin serial killer too, the uh, the servant girl killer. Um, they thought that he might have yes, been. Yes, I read about that. Yeah, right, because we we did him as well, or yeah. I did him. Yeah. Um, because he was a they they suspect it was it could have been this cotton merchant that lived in London. Yep. But would visit Austin, Texas. Yeah. A lot, just as as a matter of course, in his business. Right. And. Uh, you know, it was just really weird that he, his arrival and staying in Austin was consistent with the servant girl killings. And then when he went back to London, the Jack the Ripper killings yeah. later on, it was, it's bizarre. Just timing. So it's Holmes's uh, great, great grandson who's leading the charge on this claim. And American Ripper was the name of the uh, documentary that's on the from the History Channel. Is they talk about that. But yeah, how'd, yeah, yeah. My I think my great great grandfather was Jack the Ripper. How'd you also like to say that your great great grandfather was H. H. Holmes? Either way, but um, yeah, either way, man, you get some notoriety and yeah, you can sell some books off of that yeah. shit. The mystery of H. H. Holmes cannot be solved by exploring Holmes's notorious murder castle. A developer intended to turn the castle into a museum shortly after Holmes's death, but that plan was foiled when the building caught fire, and only the first floor remained. Mm. In the 1930s, it was demolished completely, and you can visit the site where the murder castle stood. But like I said, all, all you'll find is a post office. <coughs> and that, that concludes my report on H.H. H. Holmes. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to turn into an H.H. Holmes episode. <laughs> Look at this fucked up. I would change my name, too, though. Seriously, if I was born Herman Webster Mudgett, yeah. I would be like, um, that's a fucking no. Mm-hmm. That's what the hell that is for a name. That's that's no. Well, and, and his family um, were the first white settlers in the town in, what is this, I think it's New Hampshire. Freaking white people always up to nefarious shit. Uh, Yeah. And there's several, if you visit the town, there's several like streets and different places that are named after the family. So, like Killing Spree Circle (laughs) or Trap Door Lane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. That's going to be fucking awesome. All right. We'll wrap this one up. Remember, you can send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check out the website at www.twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs, you get the full story without any of my bullshit. I, you know, that, that could be a bad thing. You miss out You miss out of you know me talking about grabbing boobs and having sex with Laura's dead body, which I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even know was an option until today. I got to be honest. I didn't, didn't even know that sex with your dead body was, was even an option until today. So I learned a lot about that. Um, what else did we learn today, boys and girls, that these two fucking women are going to kill me? Uh, Watch probably out for with butter a, knives. With a fucking electric bottom, uh, uh, butter knife. And then we learned about like a lot of fucking people get killed by Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin, buddy, Dude. you got to fucking call me because <laughs> God damn. You're, an epi- you're, you're a series all, all on your, your own. own. Yes. Holy shit. This show's copyrighted 2022. 
by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved, and we will catch you guys tomorrow, provided I live through the night. <laughs> Crazy ass freaking... <laughs> God damn. I just I just realized it's gonna come down to one of two things. Either you guys are gonna kill me or I'm gonna have to hump your dead body. <laughs> and I I don't know which one weirds me out you the put a, most. You put, put a gun to his head, yes. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say, Don. <laughs> we got this all planned. It's all planned out. You two motherfuckers are disturbing. <laughs> we'll catch you guys tomorrow, I think. I hope. Bye. Bye. <laughs>